Hey, what's up? It's Alex Morgan. And for me, the start of the new year is all about commitment. Setting your intentions, restarting your routine, and committing to you from day one. Until March 31st, buy any Body Armor products at your local Walmart. And Body Armor will give you 50% cash back via a Walmart e-gift card put towards your fitness journey. Visit www.bacommittofit.com backslash WM for rules. Body Armor Light, the low-calorie, zero-sugar-added sports drink. Blog Talk Radio. Hey there. Welcome to Big Blend Radio with your host, Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazine.com. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to Big Blend Radio. Today, we're super excited. We are airing live from Eugene, Oregon, and it is a sunny day in the Pacific Northwest, which if you're up in the Pacific Northwest, you've got to be very excited about. It is sunshiny, and it's flower-powered, and we are here. And of course, uh, we're your hosts, Nancy Reed and Lisa Smith, the crazy mother daughter travel team. We travel full-time across the country, uh, checking out parks and public lands, documenting documenting them on our website, nationalparktraveling.com, and also the magazine Parks and Travel magazine. And while we do that, we run other magazines and host these radio shows and pitch it mm-hmm. because we like to hang out in homes and gardens and hang out with really cool dogs and cats and horses and chickens and geckos and bunnies and Whatever animal we can hang out with, we will. And today we're hanging out with Sweet Jessie, and it's our first day hanging out with Jessie. So if you hear her bark, she's just saying hello. It's Happy Earth Day. Isn't that right? (laughs) It's it's very cool. It's beautiful out here, Nancy. I know. Actually, we have sun for a change. I know. That's what I was saying. The Pacific Northwest. You know, it has a lot of rain, which we love, because it is what makes it so beautiful. We're just hoping more rain will go to Arizona with what's going on with the wildfires out there Mm -hmm. and um, make it, you know, just a little uh, climate change Mm -hmm. is happening, everybody. It's it's real. So today, you know, every fourth uh, Friday, we have Margo Carrera on the show with our Nature Connection show. Marga is an an amazing uh, fine art nature photographer. We've known her for absolutely years, a quarter of a century since we started our magazines, and today's (laughs) show is one of those uh, shows, these anniversary parties. And, you know, I said, hey, Marga, do you realize that this fourth Friday ends up on Earth Day? And she goes, well, I'm not surprised. I'm like, okay, because she knows what's going to happen. So welcome back, Margo. How are you? Good. Good to be here with all of you. And some of you I've been on the show with before. Welcome back. And look forward to hearing hearing you. Yeah. Yeah. I want to bring some of our two guests uh, that have been on our show for years, too. Uh, I think this is about as long as Margo, well, at least the 15 years of radio, not 25 years Mm -hmm. of magazine, but the 15 years of radio. So we've got Adam Roberts, the executive director of Bethesda Green, an amazing organization that really understands about green business, green community, sustainability. Adam also knows everything to do with uh, wildlife and protecting wildlife around the country and uh, around Mm -hmm. the world, really. But welcome back, Adam. How have you been? 
Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm great. I'm exhausted from a day of community service on Earth Day, but I could think of mm-hmm. nowhere I'd rather be this evening than with you all to celebrate. So thanks for having me. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Now, listen. Appreciate it. You get to have good libations on, like, Earth Day if you're the director of the Council <laughs> of Greens. I mean, did you have green beer or anything like that? Uh, we, we, we did just have an Earth Day happy hour, but that was after doing two hours of weeding by hand throughout the <laughs> Bethesda street <laughs> to, to prevent the use of pesticides. So we have a team of volunteers that go around mm. and pull weeds by hand from the sidewalk so there's no pesticide use. So uh, it was well-deserved, absolutely. I love that. Uh, I love that because, okay, yeah. but no dandelions were being pulled up, right? Because, like, that, no. anybody who pulls up a dandelion, like, dude, you know. They're so pretty. I, I gotta, we need, we need a, a dandelion superhero for everybody's lawns <laughs> across America. <laughs> they're not a weed. They're good. No, plants. they're not. They're mm. And they make good wine and they make good tea. And they're good for your body and they're pretty. So I'm just saying. The only but. reason people think they're a weed is because if you have a big lawn, then they poke up and go, hey, this is boring. Let me add some interest. And then people get upset. It's okay mm. to have dandelions in your lawn. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. like them. I like them. Yeah. So I want to go over to Mike Dunmeyer. Mike, we've known him from Ocean Champions years ago, uh, doing a lot in regards to our ocean and uh, also the marine life. And now he's in the ocean playing with turbines. <laughs> and the development <laughs> manager for uh, U.S. Wind, uh, both Adam and uh, Mike have been on recent shows, on Nature Connection shows, and you can find their latest interviews on BlendRadioAndTV.com. And uh, Mike, how are you? Uh, just fabulous, and, and again, thrilled to, to be here. Cool. Hey, it's good to have you back. I mean, the two of you were just on our show, so it's cool to kind of have this little reunion and, you know, just thinking about, you know, nature, the environment. So, like, with you doing this, Offshore wind energy, you know, which you've taught me about, and now you've taught me about even hydrogen energy, which is a whole new thing for me now. But um, are you drinking like a coastal cocktail? What what happens for Earth Day for you? Because normally well, you're you know, eating tonight and for your football team. So yeah. <laughs> I got to keep up. <laughs> well, I mean, it is a Friday, and I celebrate Earth Day by having an emergency root canal. So now I do need to self-medicate <gasps> oh, a little bit. Oh, <laughs> oh dude. <laughs> Dude, I heard. But, uh, Don't even say those words. Uh-uh. Yeah, it was, oh. No. It was not not bad at all. Fabulous and dauntist. Uh, but uh, I am I'm celebrating with a, with a dogfish head beer. Uh, I got to give a shout out local uh, craft brewery that has has really gone nationwide. Great beers, but they also do so much in terms of corporate giving for environmental uh, causes. They do a lot with the Nature Conservancy. They do a lot with local organizations like the Center for the Inland Bays. So, you know, really cool. a wonderful group of people, great company, great beers, buy them up. A lot mm-hmm. of that money goes back into the environment. Yeah, but you My just time. encouraged me to go to something stronger. <laughs> I know. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sorry, but, like, and you even you even showed up on the show, like, literally. I'm yeah. like, thank wow. you. That's awesome. You you need, yeah, you need something strong. But I love this. You know, the thing is, I'm seeing a lot of breweries do um, partnerships with, like, the Audubon Society and mm-hmm. get into really I, – I think this is something really important about businesses partnering 
with environmental organizations. But mm-hmm. and Adam, that kind of goes into your field, right? In that it's not just partnering, but it's like are the businesses being green themselves and innovating products that are better for our planet and services. Yeah, absolutely right. So, uh, yeah, there are multiple ways to look at, at green business. There's sort of the existing businesses that we try at Bethesda Green and elsewhere to make stronger, so making sure they're B Corps certified so we can ensure that they're doing as well as possible for transparency and good governance and worker protection and environmental rights. Um, and also where we are in Maryland, we're blessed in Montgomery County, Maryland, to have an amazing green business certification program so that we can make sure specifically on the environmental front that businesses are doing as well for the environment as possible, uh, conserving energy and and using uh, green procurement practices to make sure the supply chains are green and the products that they consume are green. Uh, But then, as you mentioned, Bethesda Green's specialization is on incubation and acceleration of new businesses that have a sustainability focus. So entrepreneurs that are setting up new ways to think about, you know, how we bottle liquid products instead of using Mm. plastic, can we make them out of hemp or having mobile refrigeration units that are solar powered. So a rural village in Rwanda can have their fish and agricultural products or a rural hospital have their medicines kept cold in a refrigeration unit but having it powered by the sun. So we have all of these innovative companies that come through Bethesda Green's innovation lab, and hopefully uh, more and more of them will be impactful in the business community and obviously as a result for fighting climate change. Mm, I love this. I love this. That's so cool. I I have to go back to Margo because I want to make sure she just checked into a hotel. Do you at least have like a tall glass of water or wine, you know? Like, you're in Northern California, you're in the Greenland, you know, so, you know, <laughs> just want to make sure you're taken care of. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, nice glass of beer from uh, San Diego company Stone Brewing. <laughs> oh, cool. Oh, there you go. Master. Oh, yeah, I mean, there you I go. I love Arrogant that beer. Master. Sorry, I just said that. That's the beer name. I'm not, you know, yeah, saying it that way, but that. if I get a chance to say it. I will. It is the name. You know that that brewery started at the same time as our company. Yeah. We went to their ribbon opening. Yeah. Yeah, their yeah. opening. When we were in San Diego, we went yeah. to the ribbon cutting, and we just started. And they were in San Marcos in this industrial complex. Of course, now look at them. I mean, yeah. one of the best breweries. <laughs> and um, yeah, I saw them in Napa too when I moved up there. Really? Wow. Cool. Yeah, because they really, I mean, I, I think so many people know about it, but what I loved, thinking, you know, Earth Day and, and all of that, they went into the industrial section, and people mm-hmm. did, um, they really just said, hey, okay, we're, we're, you know, taking over these empty spots in these industrial complexes, and we're going to turn them into breweries, and I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. instead of having this spot and tearing down and rebuilding, they used what was there. And mm-hmm. I think breweries have done a really good job of that in uh, across the country. I mean, you know, yesterday it was Hot Springs National Park's birthday. And mm. Hot Springs has mm. a brewery in the park. It's mm-hmm. the only bathhouse, uh, superior brewery. I do remember that. And so it's like when you look at 
going into historical places, you'll find breweries take over old buildings and go, hell yes, we're doing this. So I don't know what it is, but breweries are doing good for the environment. But our next guest I want to bring on is an amazing musician, Wes Charlton, and he has created a new like brand, I would say, but it's for the environment and for kids, and he's a parent. It's a, a new kid's music brand. It's called The mm. Future Brigade. And mm-hmm. we're going to play his first single, Recycle, Do It Right. And um, before we awesome. do that, we're going to bring him on the show. So, Wes, how are you? How are you? I'm doing great, and I'm really cool. glad to be here. Awesome. Hey, thank you. I know it's got to be a busy day for you on Earth Day with, with your music, with The Future yeah, Brigade. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, cool. no, it's, yeah. it has been a busy day. Yeah, um, but this is cool because this is a, a regional debut for this song, so I'm excited. Awesome. So, Recycle, yeah, tell us a little bit, because your music, you know, you've, you've got, like, you were an NPR album of the week. You've got so much going on with your music. Um, you know, I got into it. I know Mike, you've been listening to, uh, listening yeah, to music. Yeah, really, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. you're up in Virginia, right? I am, I am, and if you hear some whooping and hollering, it's either my dog or my kids. So, cool. um. okay, well, I guess you hear my bark. So if that's you hear okay. barking, it's the dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, this we is kind of cool because we've got you know really the the East Coast and the West Coast represented today. Nancy and I are in Eugene, Oregon. Margo's, you're in Pleasanton, Margo, today. Pleasanton, in California. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so we got California, Oregon, and then we've got what Virginia. Uh, Mike, where are you today? I can never get it right. Maryland, Delaware. <laughs> the great where majestic state of Delaware. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> okay, Delaware. Oh, we have more people coming on from Delaware. The Miller and like Delaware innkeepers are coming on. Yeah, and Delaware's then you've cool. got Adam. You're in Bethesda, but then don't you? You're in Bethesda, Maryland, but Adam, you go up to Virginia, don't you? Yeah, so our office is in Bethesda, Maryland, just over the D.C. Uh, Maryland line. Uh, I live in D.C., and, and, of course, we have a house in West Virginia on nine acres where I get my, my true Earth Day respite and relaxation and wilderness experience. Mm. Uh, yeah. That's so cool. So cool. Yep. We're scared to see like, Oh, we're going to be there. We're going to be in your area soon. It will happen. It's coming in June. Um, and everyone will hear us as we enter <laughs> again. We're here, but uh, Wes, going back to you with your music, um, you know, and everyone, westcharltonmusic.com is the website. Tell us a little bit about why you decided, hey, we're going to start the Future Brigade because it's almost like a, it's a brand, but it's like, it's like, hey, I'm yeah. starting a new band in a way. Well, yeah, and I should say it's pretty heavy. Um, it started with. Um, uh, the criteria of trying to make my kids dance and laugh, mm. and 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 then I succeeded with a couple uh, and thought they were fun and funny, and um, these this was kind of early on in the pandemic, and um, and I sent them to um, my manager sort of as a joke because uh, I like you'll you'll hear in a little bit uh, you'll hear me rapping and that's that's a new one for me, um, <laughs> and so you know I kind of thought that would crack her up and uh but she was like this is cool and anyways uh so that's kind of how it started by accident kind of a innocent intention 
Um, and it just sort of rolled into this thing. And it's uh, – Future Brigade is kind of like a – it's almost like I think about it like Motown or something. I mean, um, on this song, you know, I've written and performed everything on it. But, um, you know, we kind of see it as sort of a, a, a brand that can put really interesting music out there for both kids and adults, really. Um, but, 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 you know, definitely focused on, on kids, um, but trying to, you know, bring, bring some kind of, uh, contemporary music, maybe, I don't know. I mean, we'll hear it in a minute, but like, we want to throw a bang and beat on it. Right. We want like the adults and kids to like freak out together and, and, you know, like think it's, you know, just boogie down on it, but while maybe learning something. So that's Mm -hmm. cool. I love that. Cause I mean, when Lisa was in, when I brought her up in Kenya, and there was tribal music, and she could relate to that really easily, and so could I. So that kind of was like the thing we could do together. And then other yeah. music, it gets separated somehow, you know. And sure. I'm not. I don't know why it gets separated. I think sometimes it's. Um, maybe more the lyrics than the melody or yeah. something. Sure. But, you know, yeah. but we used to have, we used, Lisa, remember music night? Oh, well, we definitely music night. But it's about wiki butt. That's yeah. what we call it. Like, yeah, we, you know, I don't okay, know if that's, that's from living in Africa or what, but it's like, <laughs> if it's, well, wiki butt is two things. One is when you have, you know, your first sip of wine at the end of the day and then, or whatever you want, and it goes down, you, you know, then all of a sudden it gets to, you know, when it goes down and all of a sudden you shake your tail feathers, you know. That's right. Well, wiki butt is that. <laughs> and in Africa, like, I used to dance with, you know, different groups of people and, you know, and then mm-hmm. if you didn't get out and stick your butt out, yeah, I know you've been to Africa. You know what I mean. You well, are you not know, beats and rhythms are really. <laughs> <laughs> well, beats are a really important thing. I mean, 120 mm-hmm. BPMs—that's a heartbeat, and you know, there's mm-hmm. like science on it. Um, and uh, and I kind of did that intentionally because I really wanted to sort of hook them, you know. And then mm. once they're hooked, you know, then you know, like my, like my kids and all their friends, like they just sing this song back to me. And I'm like, yeah, you know a lot more about recycling. That you do that because I think that's what's interesting with, with kids that get into uh, different, um, they get into music all the time. Like, and it's about what it is, what that song yeah. is and that rhythm. That's really cool to hear that. Hey, what's up? It's Alex Morgan. And for me, the start of the new year is all about committing to you from day one. Body Armor's got you and here to help you commit to your fitness goals. Buy any Body Armor products at your local store and Body Armor will give you 50% cash back to put towards your fitness journey. Now through March 31st, commit to fit with Body Armor Sports Drink. Visit www.bacommittofit.com for full rules. And shop now at retailers nationwide. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. 
how that works. Yeah. You know, but this well, has a message. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the message. Well, it's recycle, do it right. Um, it's all about recycling. And, you know, it's, uh, the you know, I can say the structure goes by the three R's, you know, reduce, reuse, recycle. That's what kind of verses are kind of uh, mm. pointed at. So, but, um, but really like what's going on with it is it's, it's, it's about empowerment. Um, like really what I'm trying to get at here is I want kids to, to, to learn why this is important, but then to feel good about doing good and mm. to really kind of have kind of pride of place and, and, and realize that it all starts like, like right, right with you, right? Like that you can actually impact your community, your, your community impacts your state, your state impacts the country, so on and so forth to the world. And mm-hmm. um, and really for these kids, you know, to to really give them both a pride of place and pride of self, but then uh, really um, an empowerment piece. And then for the adults in the room, some of them need to be maybe reminded. Some of them learn some stuff that's new, maybe. Um, <laughs> and if they, if it's not new, then hopefully they're just bobbing their head. So. Oh, hmm. So are you gonna do more songs like that? We have a whole album. Yeah, it's going to drop in the fall. We've got a next single coming out in June. Um, we've got a couple of singles coming out over the next couple of months, and they've got some cool videos going along with it, like this one. And uh, Oh, my God, yeah. the video is so cool. I love the video. Yeah, Everyone yeah. <laughs> on YouTube. So you, you've got to come back. Like, you have to. Oh, with the yeah. album, I'd the love, album's ready. I'd love to. You've got to come back. Yeah. We, yeah. I think... I think this is an important thing for, you know, I think what's so important is that you're doing music and right now for you, it's depending on the ages too, right? That a lot of fear could be in there about climate change. And I think music kind of bridges that gap of fear. Like it gives you that can do. I mean, how many athletes do you see that have a theme song, you know, that get out there, you know? And so, yeah. I feel, oh, well, Jessie's agreeing, by the way. Jessie, the dog is agreeing with me. <laughs> she, she, wants, she wants the music, but she's saying, you know, she's saying, yeah, she's just sitting there nodding right now. Um, but it takes <laughs> yeah. kind of that um, that fear away because I think that's got to be really hard as parents right now to raise kids it re- when climate change really is so close. Mm-hmm. It really is. You know, it's not getting better. We only have one earth. So we only have one home. Um, mm-hmm. And it really is up to the next generation. I know that's, you know, like a platitude by now to say that, but, yeah. but it's true. But it's true. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the truth is, is that it's not good right now. And so mm-hmm. it's not only that we want them to understand why it's important, but really to give them that positive spin on it where it's like, no, you can do this actually, you know, so – you know, it's it's really funny when you think about it that we have, like we're in the info age and we have television, we have radio, we have all these ways of education that we didn't have before. And sometimes I look back and think we're the most uneducated generation ever. I, or we just ignored the education or what? Yeah. Because yeah, no, it's, how it's, did it's we It's a real get thing. Here? Yeah. We've known yeah. about it. I remember in high school, and I'm not that young. I remember oh, talking you about it. Huh? Well, you know what? I, I can still bust the moves, but I remember 
in high school being taught about ecology and what's happening to the earth, and still, here we are today, what happened? We just ignored it all? I don't know. Yeah. You know, but yeah, doesn't no. we can't yeah. fix it. We can fix it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, mm-hmm. oh, oh, yeah, you know, and, I, I do and, believe that. Hmm. Sorry. I didn't mean to talk about no, it. No, 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 no. That's I, I was just gonna say and, and, and you know, like with what Adam's doing is, is all about mm-hmm. finding all of the different ways that you can have an impact on a local level and, and Western mm-hmm. music, you know, bringing children in, bringing you know, reminding adults and music is just such a great conduit because yeah. you know, people awesome. relate to it. You can reach people emotionally in a way that just kind of, you know, a story in the press or just talking and giving someone the facts is not going to do it. Music can bridge that gap and and, and reach Mm -hmm. people. As you say, it's it's all about all the little things everybody can do to to try to make a difference. Definitely. And, you know, a big big part of this, I kind of figured this out with my own kids, which was because, you know, when you have kids, you listen to a lot of kids' music, and there's good kids' music. But (laughs) – um, what, I, what I realized with my kid was, or my kids, my three kids, uh, is that when when I approached them as equals with music, they responded in a very amazing way. And mm-hmm. so that's something else that I'm trying to do here. So, you know, with the music, I, I'm making music that I like. I like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like my people that listen to my music, my my own music under my name, this would be a big surprise for them. But for my friends, they'd be like, of course, like, you know, like I listen to all <laughs> yeah. types of music, you know, so um, but there but we are trying to kind of approach kids on that equal playing field, you know, um, with with the music. Um, mm. so. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, before you go, we're going to play the song. I wanted to ask Adam, because, I, you know, we've done so many interviews with you over the years and. We literally, in conversations, heard about your daughter growing up and, and her experiences, mm-hmm. too, in nature and going to parks, like going to Yellowstone together. And, I mean, what do you think about music for kids being this way? Um, and and we're, we'll play the music in a bit, but just that connection of how do we connect with kids with what's happening? Yeah. I think I think I always use the cliche every tool in the toolbox, and I think you know this mm-hmm. conversation bears that out, and it's so important now because uh, on the one hand, you know these kids have access today to so much information at their fingertips about all of the things that we want to share with them, but the only problem is they also have access to all of the misinformation and disinformation and exactly. other side of of you know climate is not a problem, et cetera, and a million other sources of information about a million other things that occupy their time. So being able to inspire kids to get involved in things like protecting the environment, fighting climate change is really challenging now. It's, it's depressing mm-hmm. and they feel demoralized and they feel helpless and they certain, certainly blame rightfully my generation for all the things we did to put them in this predicament. So it's really hard to break through. And, and with Bethesda Green, you know, we've got this amazing environmental education program for high school seniors where we help them mentor them through a year-long science project and give them an internship in our office. And these kids, they inspire me. They do amazing projects looking at overfishing and technology to prevent um, bycatch and protect marine fisheries and looking at local transportation initiatives Mm. to reduce the impact of transportation and commuting to work and all the rest. So they're really inspiring. 
but being able to tap into what they listen to as a way of getting them engaged on our issues is just another way in. And I think that's what we always have to keep doing is trying to find ways to, to break through all of the other things that they're doing, looking at TikTok and everything else to make sure that, that we're reaching them, but also inspiring them to take action because we, we really need them to, to do some of this work with us. So I, I think it's great. And I've already been on Spotify looking at Wes's work uh, as we've been talking. So I'm excited to start listening to it and then also play it for my daughter when, when I have the opportunity this weekend. Oh, that is awesome. Okay. Awesome. But you know, Adam, I just wanted, I, I just have to say every generation has been blamed for something. Yeah, and right, all right. Gener- every generation needs to take ownership of what happened to our environment, every mm-hmm. single one. And and so I'm just going to say that you know let's um, everybody pulls together to change what's happened mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's all like if you say to your your daughter, well, let's see, no more music on CDs, LPs, and whatever. How are you going to get to music? Um, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well thing, you know, one of the things, exactly, let's oh, get rid of the stereo. Yeah. We don't want any of those anymore. Now get rid of the TV. We don't want any of that stuff anymore. I'm just yeah. saying. Well, well something that, that, that he said is um, also something that's one of our goals, which is, um, you know, kids don't have to have the same views as their parents no. if, the, if the views mm-hmm. aren't good. And so right. if, the, if kids get into this and yeah. are inspired by this, those parents might be watching their kids and saying, maybe I should think about this again. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We saw that. Um, Margo, I don't know if we met you at this time when we were doing, you know, we, we started our magazine but before that, we were doing coloring books in the area of, you know, where mm-hmm. you were an entity, where you, you know, San Diego, where we started our magazine. I mean, it's part of our 25 years history, but we did coloring books mm-hmm. for kids. And That's so we much fun. did them about the local areas, and we were raising funds for the Helen Woodward Animal uh, Rescue. It's mm-hmm. out in, um, yeah, you know Helen Woodward. They're amazing. And yeah. Yeah, uh, there are no cold shelter, and we were just like testing the waters. We just gotten back to this country out of living in South Africa, and you know, being you know, magazine people and all that. We're like, and we were doing that and dressed up as clowns, by the way, to sell them as cute there. Just saying, <laughs> don't tell anybody. <laughs> but but what we learned from those coloring books is they did such good stuff. So the kids cool. got the coloring books and dragged their parents literally to the museum, to the mm-hmm. historic sites, to the gardens. Um, the kids taught their parents, yeah. hey, I want mm-hmm. to see this. It was like mm-hmm. the coolest thing ever. And and, um, the parents, and the parents wanted their own coloring book. That was one mm-hmm. of the biggest things that we learned. Well, now the parents, it's yeah, parents color in now. Mm-hmm. Now, people, yeah. adults color in. It's a good yeah. thing. It's good. Wine time, coloring in time is not yeah. a bad thing. <laughs> as long as you stay inside the lines. <laughs> yeah, it. well, no, we oh, encourage people to color outside the lines. Yeah. Well, I, I just think wanna... I will never, I will yeah. never be good at that. But I'm going to play your song, Recycle West. Thank you so much for yeah. joining us. And please, um, 
is it, we, everybody should go to your website, westcharltonmusic.com. Is that the best place? Uh, where can people get uh, recycled? Yeah, Do it, yeah. Right? Um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, well, let me say firstly that um, I do have a new album out coming in uh, February. So cool. that's that's going to be my next album coming out. But for anyone that wants to learn more about The Future Brigade or my music, westcharltonmusic.com and thefuturebrigade.com, which is a oh, pretty hip little site itself. So, yeah, uh, thefuturebrigade.com. Awesome. Yeah. Wes, and, welcome back anytime with your music and also, of course, you know, the Future Brigade, uh, anytime. Come back on and cool. happy Earth Day to you and thanks for what you're doing for kids and music. And obviously what you're doing is making an impact for climate change and for our environment. So thank you. Well, thank you for having me. It's been a blast and I really appreciate it. And hopefully I look forward to coming back. Cool. All right. You come back. Here it is, everyone. Okay. Recycle. Take a listen. Brigade.com and uh, Recycle. You know, that's the, that's the song. And again, uh, a full album coming out. I think this is so cool. Great to have him on the show. Uh, I want to go to you, Margo. You know, you're a parent and you're a grandma. I mean, doing these kind of endeavors, music for kids, how do you feel about what Wes has done? Oh, I, I know it's great because I remember um, going cross-country when we go on vacation with the kids, we we had cassettes then, <laughs> and we pop in a, ca- a cassette with the children's music on it, and we all mm. sing in the car, and we'd learn the tune, and you know they would recite it, and yeah, there were poems and uh, mm. things that they could listen to that were fun, and I think the book was called Light in the Attic. I don't know if anybody hmm. remembers that one. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Silverstein, Shel Silverstein. Oh, he oh. had great poems for kids to learn, and they taught things. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so it really made an impact for our kids, and I know this is going to do the same. 
So, and yes, it can teach the parents and the grandparents. <laughs> yes, oh, for sure. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's great. I think everyone's Go ahead, Mike. Was that you, Mike? Or Adam? Uh, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, come on. I mean, that that's not just a kid's song. If that's dropping at the club, I'm getting out of my chair. Yeah, exactly true. See, that's the thing. I think, I think he's really tied into something that is. You've got to, you know, make kids' music has to also uh, be attracted to the parents at that era, you know, in that age group. Mm. You know, you know, I'll wiggy butt to it. I know it'd be really cool (laughs) if you went into a place that needed cleaning up, a neighborhood or whatever, and you blasted that music. Yes. I bet people would come out and start picking up stuff and cleaning. Mm-hmm. Fast Wouldn't that too. be cool? I'll move it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. I, I, you know, I love what you were talking about, Adam, about, you know, weeding and before people will start doing the pesticides. And I think we were talking yeah. about this on the show the other day about people mm-hmm. putting pesticides out in their cities go in. Is that something, I mean, We've so I I think we were talk, I don't know if it was on your show when you were on um on the segment with you but we've actually know about dogs that have had seizures over mm-hmm. pesticides yeah. in mm-hmm. places with these you know with it, we and the mm-hmm. neighborhood know if what they're spraying you know what I mean right. so what I think is so cool about Bethesda Green is you guys seem to really embrace this community thing and um. I just feel like we're getting to this point that we have to look. We, we've talked about this for years, you know, Mike, Adam, Margo, for years about, you know, think globally, act locally. Do you think this is more like really real now, like right now, about our, we have to look at our community because even if federal government or you know, global things aren't happening, we can make a difference right now in our own local community, even our own neighborhood, if that's where we want to start, in our own backyard. Yeah, no, I, so I think I, it's absolutely right. And, and you know, when I, when I left my wildlife work, which was obviously global mm-hmm. in scope, as you well know, you know, that mm-hmm. was one of the things that I decided. I made a, a, a purposeful decision that I wanted to stay a little closer to home and get a little more involved in the local work and try and have a, a greater impact locally than perhaps a smaller impact globally. And, and, you know, as a, I mean, they're both important. Don't get me wrong, but it, it was nice yeah. to have that switch, that break and, and say, you know, I'm going to focus on this community and I'm going to make sure that there's recycling bins on the streets next to the trash cans, mm-hmm. and pulling weeds without using pesticides and, you know, getting these kids, uh, some environmental education, you know, doing all this local work. But, but also I, I think it's important when we talk about this concept of, you know, working locally to, to remember, and I always talk about this with Bethesda Green, that everything we're doing is replicable, right? Mm-hmm. So if we show that this works here, there's mm-hmm. nothing to stop people from doing the same thing in any community throughout the country. And Absolutely. that's, I think, ultimately my hope is that you get to a point where you're saying, well, you know, here's what we did in, in Bethesda and it worked, and here's what mm-hmm. we're doing in Bethesda and D.C., neighboring district and, mm-hmm. and in partnership, and it's working, and just mm-hmm. keep expanding out and, and getting wider mm-hmm. and wider in terms of your impact. And I think, I think that's really the, the key to making a difference is getting people on board with what you're doing and, and spreading the word. 
and exactly because if everybody gloms onto that, then global isn't a problem. Mm-hmm. It, takes right. care exactly. of it. it takes care of it, you know, at the exactly. well, and, grass, grassroots level. And, yeah. and as you, you know kind of let this, this this off with, it's uh, it, the, the sense of, you know, are people paying attention? And 10 years ago when we were talking mm-hmm. about Ocean Champions, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't think that people were paying uh, as much attention as they are now. And we've always said, you know, there will come a point in time when, when people mm-hmm. really dig in on this. And the question is, Will that be soon enough? Uh, will, yeah. will people recognize that there's a yeah. true threat soon enough to take action uh, to be able to mitigate the worst effects of climate change and sea level rise and those things? And I really do think now, far more than I did 10 years ago, people writ large are, t- are taking it seriously on, on, a, on a global level. And then you're seeing lots of work, macro level work like renewable energy, as well as more and more wonderful things at the community level, like uh, like what Adam is doing. Um, so mm. I, I think. We've got a shot if we, if we dig in now. Mm. And, and, you know, I if I could just add. Mike, with what you're doing with wind energy, you're, you're going into local communities in Maryland and Delaware next, right, and, and getting these wind farms set up. So it's a local thing. Does that impact? Well, not, not, not so – in, in our sense, not so much, since we're doing offshore wind, which are, are, are massive projects that, that affect mm. things at a, at a you know, state and national level. But, I mean, there's certainly, you know, uh, microgrid work, you know, community solar, rooftop solar, and small wind, you know, projects that people can take advantage of in, in their house, in their community, things like that. But with what you're doing with offshore wind, does that offshore wind energy impact the communities that it's in directly, or does it go beyond? Like, you know, solar is kind of like you've got solar here, but how does that part work? Yeah, no, or it, it actually works on, on both levels. Uh, so, for example, there is a, uh, a one remaining coal plant in Delaware that's uh, 20 miles from where I live, uh, and that coal plant is going to be able to be decommissioned when we're bringing our energy into the, into the local grid. It won't be needed anymore. Uh, mm-hmm. So that immediately affects the air quality uh, in the local level. And also, you know, it's a it's a coal plant that has coal ash that's stored close to a body of water, which is problematic in a lot of ways. So you start to get rid of things like that. But then uh, the way that the you know our, our our regional grids you know we're a part of the PJM grid which is a multi-state grid about 14 states in the District of Columbia the way they determine which energy is used across that grid and they're matching supply and demand is they the day before they stack it up uh, from lowest cost to highest cost and renewable energy like solar like wind can bid zero cost because we have no mm. fuel cost it's, it's free mm-hmm. so all of that is used first in the order, which means that the more expensive fossil fuels are, are consumed last. And as more and more clean energy comes into the grid, you need that fossil fuel energy less and less. So you start to crowd it out from being used all the time. And eventually there's a cost benefit decision to be made by the people running that plant about whether it even makes sense to keep it open. So it's just steady progress. The more and more clean energy you bring on, the more you're going to compete out those fossil fuel based energies. And then you're having an effect on the macro level too. Yeah, ah. and and so they only Adam, really you feel good about uh, that in Bethesda, right? That gets kind of near you, right? <laughs> kind of. 
Yeah. Absolutely. This is so and, cool. And, and the, the thing about that that's that's I think helpful, and I was going to mention this on the earlier conversation is, um, you know, I think what Mike's talking about too is that I think people tend to become overwhelmed at the breadth of the problem we face right now. Mm-hmm. And, and they think about climate change and the, and the next part of that is there's nothing that I could do about it. It's just too much. It's too overwhelming. It's too big. Mm-hmm. And I think these kinds of projects show people that there are these small measurable steps that we can each take in our daily lives, including how we consume energy and source our energy and once we start to feel that sense of empowerment about over our own decisions and actions, then we really see it, an impact. And, you know, I, I look at my, my electric bill and, and the, that some of my electricity is sourced from solar power, and I'm, I'm happy with that. And I can see it. I can see it every mm-hmm. month on my statement, how much of my power is getting sourced from solar sources. And now that makes me want to do more and more and, and feel like I'm empowered to do something. So, uh, I, I think that's part of the answer is just empowering people to make decisions in their own lives that have an impact so they feel like they're they're able to do something to make a difference. You know, and, I love that. And, and, as we pivoted across the country, which is what we're doing now, I have to say that 98%, if not more, of the houses we pivoted in, they're all recycling. All mm-hmm. of them. Oh, mm-hmm. the, I, I, I keep... Nancy Don't you think so, Lisa? Everywhere we go, I go. I want to do a book about trash, about how every neighborhood is different. Mm-hmm. It, it's I mean neighborhood. It's not just it. It is not just state or city. Mm-hmm. It is by neighborhood, neighborhood about what happens to trash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's you know, we pack that we go in. It's like what do you do? Well, you compost. Like one place, like basically they have they recycle and compost so much that they get to a point of they only have a single bag of trash a month. Like, yeah, for, it's I amazing. Mean, that's it. They're like, we barely have trash anymore. And yeah. I, I will say Washington State, you are kicking some major butt in how to mm. take care of trash. Really, yeah. I mean, people don't have the big trash cans. They have the mm-hmm. little black cans. They're little. Your garbage is a small can. Your recycle mm. is big. Your yard waste is big. And compost can go in there. And some places have compost mm-hmm. bins. Hello. It's actually, Hallelujah. Really, Let's do that. It's, it's, it's really exciting what we see. I know. And so, like, honestly, I had no idea our Love Your Parks tour would turn into, like, looking at how people <laughs> do trash across the mountain. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know <laughs> it's really cool. But, but I, I want to say, Mike, uh, thank you, Mike and Adam, for joining us again. We're, we've got to get into We've got some special, like, music and messages, and uh, we've got some great more segments coming up, and we're going to talk about gardening for wildlife with innkeepers, and we're going to talk about some ecotourism, music, 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 too. So, um, Mike Dunmire, again, uh, Steve, so good to have you back on the show. Mm-hmm. Again, with Wind, you know, U.S. Wind, so go to U.S. Wind inc.com, inc.com, and BethesdaGreen.org for Adam. Good to have you both back on the show. We hope you have an awesome, awesome weekend celebrating nature. And, Adam, are you going to go celebrate nature? I know you are. You're going to have some you know, time I, out? 
I've got an Earth Day event tomorrow called Green mm-hmm. Fest, and I'm going to spend the whole day outdoors talking about our work and the importance of cool. protecting the environment. So I'm going to awesome. I'm going to spend my day doing that in beautiful weather. Awesome, awesome. Wonderful. Thank you for joining us again. We'll be back in touch. And Mike, what about you? Are you surfing, or is it too cold still? <laughs> no, I, I I will be on the beach um, and, and and taking cool. some time there, and and uh, we'll be doing a cleanup as well um, on cool. on the beach. But uh, we'll be enjoying some beautiful weather tomorrow. It's supposed to be a little sketchy Sunday, beautiful, so all good. And thank you both for all that you do and for, for having me on. And Adam, great to get connected to you again. We got to hook up offline and yeah, and, uh, get caught up. But uh, thanks for Absolutely. all that you do. Yeah, as well. listen, when we get up to your to area, you know, you too. We need to have cocktail mm. hours, both of you. Exactly. We have to do something fun. So we'll do Just that. And, and yeah, all the things have to be green or, <laughs> I don't know, brewed or something or whatever. But listen, uh, and heal well with your root canal. So thank you, uh, Mike. Yeah, thank really. you, Adam. Oh, ow. You guys take care. I'm having an extra right. just for you. <laughs> yeah. I'll continue to listen. Have a great night. Bye-bye. Bye. Happy yeah. birthday. Margo, are you ready for some really beautiful music? Oh yeah, I love music. Let's okay, hear it. so I, I've got it. You're going to love this. Uh, we're going to start off with Steffi Moon Lady and Dennis Hackler. Dennis Hackler is an amazing guitarist, and Steffi is a musician. And they were on our show last year. And um, I just, you just take a listen. Uh, Take a listen, and you'll hear all about it. And uh, we're so excited that they are back on with this show because even when I was recording the interview with them, I'm like, well, you can't be in the arts magazine. You've got to be in the nature magazine because you are so in line with nature and everything about it. But take a listen, and here it is. Hello, Nancy and Lisa and Big Blend Radio community. Happy Earth Day. This is Steffi Moonlady. And Dennis Hackler. Hi, everybody. Thank you for having us on this Earth Day celebration, and it's great that you are doing things like this to bring awareness to our Earth and all little things that we do and think about and send to the universe and to each other really make a difference. There's so much going on in the planet right now, and it's just such a wonderful thing that people come together on a day like today and really honor the earth and just take a moment out to appreciate our beautiful planet that supports us. You know, there's so many things that we can do to help our planet out. Um, we got to kind of think in reverse now of some of the things that we've done wrong and do right. It could be little things like even just when you go to the supermarket and use your own bags instead of having them use their plastic bags. You know, there's so much plastic in the world. We don't really need to produce more plastic. We could just keep using the plastic that was already made. Matter of fact, I wish they never made plastic. It would be a better planet. So most important is to support each other, have respect, and do what's right for the Earth. Steffi Mule and I want to raise consciousness and help people to become more aware of our environment and just appreciate the beauty of nature and love each other, love our fellow man. Be kind. So for this Earth Day celebration, we would love for you to hear Earth's Wind. It's a song from our latest compilation to the universe, Steffi Moonlady and Dennis Hackler. It's a song that's about 
that moment of stillness where you connect to nature from within and you appreciate and hear the messages that are sent to you from this beautiful earth, from the earth's wind, from the trees. Peace and love, everybody. Happy Earth Day. Peace and love. Happy Earth Day.
This is Ivan with the National Park Trust wishing you a happy Earth Day. Earth Day is not only the perfect day to spend some time outdoors being a part of your natural environment, but it is also a great time to pledge to spend more time outside and get to know new parks and outdoor spaces. One way you can do this is on Kids to Parks Day, coming up on May 21st. This year marks the 12th anniversary of Kids to Parks Day, a national day of outdoor play celebrated by parks, cities, and towns nationwide. Even though the official day for Kids to Parks Day is May 21st, there are hundreds of events happening throughout the month of May. To learn more and to find an event near you, visit kidstoparks.org. Another way you can celebrate Kids to Parks Day and the outdoors is by joining our My Park, Our Future social media campaign, a campaign designed to highlight the importance of public parks, lands, and waters in our daily lives and why our future depends on them. Everyone who participates will be entered to win one of 50 Park Experience prize packages featuring an America the Beautiful Past, Secrets of the National Parks book, a Park Trust water bottle, and other prizes. Okay, so you may be asking, how can I participate? Great question. Starting today through Kids to Parks Day, May 21st, on your preferred social media channel, or all of them, post a photo of your favorite park or outdoor space and three words that capture its importance to our future. The key to success is for each individual to tag at least three other people to post their own photo and share their own three-word My Park, Our Future story. Okay, so what are those steps again? Step one, post a photo of your favorite public park, land, or water to use in your social media post. This can be anything from a local park to a favorite river or even a favorite forest or mountain range. Step two, Create a caption of three words that encapsulate what that park means to you and to the future of our world. Be sure to tag the location of the park in your post. Step three, identify three people in your life to challenge and tag them in your post. Once you've tagged three friends, be sure to also tag the National Park Trust account to be entered to win our Park Experience Prize packages. Go to our website or check out our Facebook or Instagram pages to see example posts. One more thing. If you're looking for an awesome app that you can use to find new parks to discover or rediscover some old ones, download the National Park Trust Park Passport app, currently available for download from the Apple App or Google Play stores. Some of the Park Passport features include a park finder that features thousands of parks and public waters, custom digital badges to keep track of all your park visits and activities, offline functionality, a ton of fishing information and resources, thousands of updated digital resources and experiences, including virtual tours, junior ranger badges, live park webcams, and more, improved search functionality, photo sharing, and a whole lot more. For more information, visit parktrust.org. As our woolly mascot Buddy Bison says, happy Earth Day and explore outdoors. The parks are yours. So world traveler and uh, travel writer Debbie Stone is on our show every fourth Tuesday here on Big Blend Radio, and she has literally gone around the world, across the country, especially the last couple of years. Um, I don't know. Nancy and I seem to be on a race with her to go as many parks and places as possible across the country. But, um, you know, she got her name Fire Monkey 
which, you know, I think we've been calling her fire monkey for I don't know how many years in Bhutan. And it's so crazy to, you know, do all these interviews with her from Bhutan to Iceland, uh, the Shetland Islands to, oh, now we're in Nebraska and we're in uh, Florida going to the dry tortugas. So it's really interesting where she's been. But travel does have a footprint. And so that's what we want to talk to her about today on today's Earth Day show. So travel monkey, uh, travel monkey. See, now you're not the fire monkey anymore. Travel monkey. Uh, fire monkey, Debbie Stone, welcome back. And uh, yeah, keeping your footprint light, is that something you think about when you travel? You know, I try to be a conscious traveler, and that expression, I, you know, has been around for a little while. But it, it just—I think—it just means being aware of your footprint, like you're, like you just mentioned. But you know, I look at it as like, okay, so what can I do to be a conscious traveler? And I can travel maybe off-peak. I can, uh, you know, not uh, overwhelm a tourist hotspot when I can off-peak. I can maybe go to places that are relatively undiscovered or not, uh, don't have as many people, uh, you know, talking about national parks. We were t- we've been talking about national parks, but some that, uh, that don't get the millions and millions of uh, visitors. So I, ca- I can uh, explore unique destinations, off-peak, uh, the popular destinations. I can also... Um, you know, stay in places that uh, like maybe homestays or even maybe even boutique properties that are that maybe have sustainable practices as a part of their their uh, their their way of doing things. I can also look at you know what what are some transportation modes that I can take that um, I can look at the you know whether the carbon dioxide emissions. Like maybe I can take a train. Maybe I can do a lot more walking or maybe cycling. You know, just anything in regards to to being aware of that. And then also I can look at, you know, packing light. I can look at not, not using uh, plastic. I can look at my plastic use. I can look at re- reusable things, reusable bottles. Um, you know, and then I think the most important thing is is making sure that I try to give back to the local community wherever it is that I am, whether it is local restaurants, local farmers markets, just, you know, being aware of the local entity uh, as opposed to, you know, um, uh, you know, buying, for example, being aware of the food that you're eating isn't having traveled, you know, miles and miles away, but is local. Mm. I love that you're saying that too. You know, I know you were in Telluride last year, Telluride, Colorado, and you did the kind travel piece about the hotel group that right. uh, is amazing that gives back a percentage, isn't it like a percentage of your hotel bill goes back to a charity in the community that that hotel is supporting. So there's a lot of these programs out there. And I think as travelers, we should look more into that. And I, I love what you're saying about giving back to the community. It's even volunteering. Have you done any of that as you travel, any kind of volunteer activities, like getting out there and getting Yes, you know, I did, I did some in- yeah, I did some in Hawaii. I did some volunteerism, uh, you know, doing some uh, things on a farm there. And I, you know, I've also I have also volunteered in teaching English as a second language in different countries. And you know, it makes you I don't know. It's just a very feel good opportunity. You're 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 doing something to help a community, but you're also doing it uh, for yourself too. Uh, there's a lot of rewards in that. Hmm. Love it. And so everybody again. 
Uh, Debbie Stone, the fire monkey. <laughs> now you're the travel monkey, too. By the way, she does <laughs> like to get in a boat occasionally. Just You have to listen to the past interviews to get that <laughs> part of it. Uh, but anyway, uh, keep up with her again every fourth Tuesday here on Big Blend Radio. Her articles are on blendradioandtv.com and also nationalparktraveling.com and our various digital magazines. So just type in Debbie Stone and you'll see her articles. So thank you so much, Debbie. Hello Lisa and hello Nancy, it's David Joseph here from Held by Trees and I am here to celebrate Earth Day with you guys and with all of the listeners to Big Blend. Now, a few months ago you had me on your show and we talked about the Held by Trees album Solace, which is coming out today on the 22nd of April and uh, it coincides with Earth Day and we are planting a tree for every album that we sell. Now, we're partnering with a fantastic organization called Play It Green, and they are planting trees in sustainable forests across the world. The one that we are partnering with is in Madagascar, and for each album that we sell, we're able to plant a real tree in a mangrove forest in Madagascar, which is just really exciting to imagine. Um, a partnership that we have developed is actually putting roots into the ground and a real tree will grow, taking out more carbon from the atmosphere than we've made creating the album and manufacturing the CDs and vinyl. So it it just feels right for us because we're a project that celebrates the natural world and Trees are a big part of our <laughs> our visual identity and also an inspiration to the music. So to actually be able to create part of a forest through selling our record just feels so right to us. And we couldn't in good conscience sort of manufacture a product that just added to the polluting of the world but actually finding a way to take carbon out of the atmosphere and create jobs in Madagascar where people are employed to look after the forests that play at green are planting it just was a natural fit for us um, so I'm hoping as the album finds its way out from record shops and online retailers that people will know that it's not just music that they're hearing but it's actually a contribution to um, taking CO2 out of the air and locking them in trees so it feels good to us thanks again for having me on your show a few months ago and I hope you have a wonderful Earth Day bye for now and here's a song from our album Solace. It's called The Tree of Life. And this piece was actually inspired by the form of a tree. So the first part of the song is very thick, like the trunk. And then it sort of starts to turn 
slightly thinner, I guess like branches, and then the last section is quite thin and delicate, like the twigs at the end of the branches. So it's a song inspired by trees and their beautiful shape, but actually further to that there's the Terence Malick film The Tree of Life, which is my favourite film. So I've named the track The Tree of Life after the film, and uh, I hope you enjoy it.
Thank <laughs> you.